Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Heck of Becca Show with your host, Becca. And in today's episode, we are continuing our AmeriCorps series. We're going to be talking about money and time off and all that fun stuff. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to give a huge thank you to all of you who have been following along on this journey. And I know it's a lot to listen to at times, but I super appreciate you listening to me. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, feedback, please send me an email. The email is show at gmail.com. That's H-E-C-C-A-B-E-C-C-A s-h-o-w at gmail.com. I took away the Google form. Um, I wasn't getting any responses. So if you have anything though that you would like to say, I would love to hear it. Just send me an email um, and go from there. But thank you guys so much for following along. I really, really appreciate it. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Okay, so as previously mentioned, the AmeriCorps program is a volunteer service program. So when you get paid, it's actually a living stipend. It's not like an hourly wage. So they basically have an allotment of, let's say $3,000. I didn't do the math, but let's just say $3,000 per member per service year. So they then split that $3,000 up between the 10 months and you get paid every two weeks. So the total of the check uh, was about $174 that I got um, and that's twice a month. And then you get that for the 10 months that you're in the program and you still get paid even if you took sick leave or you were on your allotted vacation days, that kind of thing. Um, If the project requires you to work 12-hour days, six days a week, you still are only going to get $174 every two weeks. Um, Or if you're at a project that you happen to only be working five-hour days, Again, you get paid $174 every two weeks. So it's always the same amount of money because it's a living stipend. It's not technically your paycheck. This living stipend is to help with any additional costs that you have. So like, for example, I had a phone bill that I was still paying um, even though I'm in this program. I still had to pay bills. So I would use that money to pay my bills. I try to put some in savings. I mean, the program does provide you, you know, food and housing, transportation of some sort, right? But if you want to go do things with your own personal time, um, go out to eat, try new things, you will have to pay for those. They don't provide you money for that kind of stuff as a team. Um, or as an individual, I should say, if you're doing individual activities. And when it comes to trying to explore a new town, if you're taking Ubers every day or, you know, every weekend, it can definitely add up. So just kind of be conscious of how much you're spending um, because that $174 will disappear pretty quickly if you are not careful. And speaking of all that, I genuinely feel like this program is great. It's definitely 
for people who are privileged, privileged though, I will say, because I am very grateful that I had money from a job that I had for a very long time and I had a savings account and all of that. Um, so when one of my team, team members wanted to go do something or as a team, if we wanted to go do something, let's say we all wanted to go to the movies, I had no problem going to the movies. However, somebody else on the team who maybe didn't have money up front or before the program or anything like that, um, you know, they may not be able to afford that $10 movie ticket to go as a team, right? So it's just kind of one of those things that I think you do have to have a little bit of money coming into the program, especially if you are one who wants to buy your own food, um, and this is outside of what AmeriCorps provides you, right? Because technically, yes, AmeriCorps provides you what you need for your basic necessities. However, there's people who, you know, have their comfort items that they like. And in order to continue with those comfort items, you will have to pay for them probably out of your own pocket. And over time, it might be more than what you're making on the stipend. So that's just kind of one of those things. Um, and it's also a little bit of a hidden expectation that you are to use your stipend. So let's say for laundry, right? If you run out of laundry money, it's kind of expected that, okay, that, that stipend is supposed to help supplement your laundry budget um, until you get back to campus or until whatever time that you need it to supplement for. So just kind of keep that in mind that, it's meant as a buffer for things if you run out of money that they give you for the things that they are providing. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so it's kind of this like weird expectation that that's what that extra money is for. It's not necessarily for you to go and spend it all in one weekend on a fancy dinner and an Uber. When I first joined the program and we were able to go out and about in Denver, um, so this is after like our quarantine period and whatnot, um, I noticed my money was going down very quickly. <laughs> um, this is with even trying to take public transportation instead of Uber, um, but just if I wanted to enjoy time with other people, I had to sacrifice my own money for it. Um, so that's just something to kind of keep in mind. What I then decided to do, um, because, you know, during training and then our first round, I was kind of going out a little bit more um, and going to bars and that sort of thing. And it does add up super quickly. So a personal choice that I made was when January came, beginning of the new year, I was going to just not drink. And that really helped me. I still went out every once in a while, but for the most part, I just kind of kept to myself a little bit more um, and didn't decide to spend my money or my time going out on the town and doing that sort of thing. Okay, so outside of the living stipend, um, a big money topic is the education award. So every year for core members and also team leaders, they are given a education award. I believe it's called the Siegel Ed Award. And this is roughly, it's a little bit under $7,000. And you have up to seven years to use it. 
at a Title IV school, or um, there's honestly a list of programs and different schools that you can use it for. Um, So it's a really awesome opportunity to have this money to use whether you are going to college for the first time, you're trying to pay off your student debt, um, you are, you know, looking into doing a master's program, um, continuing education, that sort of thing. Um, So it's a very, very cool award to be given. But I'm going to be honest, I already went to school. I don't plan on getting my master's. And I have no idea what to do with this money. So I am very happy that I have seven years to use it. And maybe I will just do something totally random. I really was trying to be intentional and think, okay, what is it that I want to do? Maybe I can go to school and get certain certificates. Well, to be honest, I still don't know what I want to do. So I'm just like sitting here like, what do I do with this money? Um... I think I might just try to take a class at the community college um, just to kind of gain some interest in different things and just have fun with this money. Um, I wouldn't say that it's free money necessarily because it is considered income in the year that you use it. So let's say that you are going to go to school in 2024 and you're using um, this education award to pay for your tuition and you use a thousand dollars worth of this education award. Well, then for the 2024 tax year, you're going to be given a 1099 miscellaneous, which basically is you have to pay taxes on that money. So that's why it's not necessarily free because you are paying taxes for it in the end. So that's where they kind of get you. It's a little like, Haha, gotcha moment. <laughs> but I mean, ultimately it is really cool. And if you do the program twice, you can get the money twice. You have up to two times. So if you did the program three times, you can only get the money twice. But if you did the program two times and you got the money twice, that's almost $14,000 worth of school. So that's that's a pretty big chunk of money. It's, um, you know, really good, especially, especially, especially for young people who are um, doing a gap year between high school and college and want to go to college. I think that it's a great opportunity to get that money. Um, and you don't touch that money. Like it's in your account with AmeriCorps and then you have um, AmeriCorps send the money to the school. So that's the other thing too is you can't really use it for let's say your own educational purposes. Like for me, I wanted to buy a laptop when I got out of the program and I couldn't use it to buy a laptop, which I thought was kind of ridiculous because, you know, I don't want to go to school or maybe I do want to go to school but I want to go online and I need a laptop in order to do that so then I have to pay for a laptop out of my own pocket like it's just kind of this weird caveat thing um even podcasting equipment right I asked I was like hey can I buy my podcasting equipment with this Edward and they said no because it has to go to a school because AmeriCorps literally writes a check to your school so Even though I had plans for life after AmeriCorps and I had plans to use this money not on random things, but things that I genuinely wanted to do after AmeriCorps, 
I couldn't necessarily do that (laughs) with the money. Um, So I'm still kind of in the brainstorming period of, okay, what am I going to do with this education award? There's also some cool programs that you can go abroad and do stuff like that. So that's kind of cool too. But I'm in a journey to find out what I want to do. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about our requirements and how that works. So you need to have 1,700 hours in order to graduate the program and 80 hours of independent service projects, ISPs. We've talked about that before. So 1,700 hours. It sounds like a lot, but you will definitely get your hours if you go to work every day Um you do work on the side because you're working over 40 hours a week, but the 1700 is roughly about 40 hours a week. Um, So you are most likely going to get more than that. You just have to keep in mind your days off and your sick leave um, that you won't be able to get hours on those days. So every pay period, the hours will update on your AmeriCorps portal which is like your website of information on your hours, your um, stipend, stub payments, that sort of thing. Um, So you can see the hours that you are getting. And um, also, if you get more hours, there's different awards that you can get for getting more hours. So I don't necessarily have all of them listed, but there's like a congressional award and there's... um, a lot of different medals of service, that sort of thing, but some do have age restrictions. So I know for me, like there was one that I couldn't get um, because I was over 22 and I was like, well, okay, (laughs) which is fine. I wasn't in the program to get all these awards and whatnot, but um, you know, so just kind of keep that in mind that the more hours you do, the better because you're going to get awards and that sort of thing. So um, that's kind of important too. So now let's talk about time off, everybody's favorite topic. (laughs) Um, So you are given three days that you can use and then two LAA days or life after AmeriCorps days. So that's a total of five days that you can have off. Um, The, you could do whatever you want with the LAA days. They do expect you to do something life after AmeriCorps related. So what that means is you're looking up schools, you're looking up, um, places to live, you're trying to get an idea of what you want to do, that sort of thing. Um, it's not super strict, but that is kind of the expectation of what you're going to use those two days for. So you technically have three days off. But there are people who use their days wisely and try to um, kind of make it a huge trip, make it make a huge trip out of it. So like some people will go home, for example, um, there was a team member of ours who he took the weekend and then the five days and then the weekend and he went home. So he was home for a a pretty long time, um, about 10, what is that? 10 days, 13 days, 12 days, something like that. He was, he was home for a long time. Um, but he was able to do that because he made his days off, 
um, work in that manner for him. So you are more than welcome to do that. I didn't do it that way. I did three days one time and then two days another time. Um, just because, (laughs) um, so it's really up to you however you use those days and you can just kind of take it whenever. Um, but you do have to ask for them off in advance so that way they know. And for us, we couldn't have more than two people off at the same time because our team was a little bit smaller and we wanted to make sure that we had enough people to do the work. So if, you know, so-and-so was going to go home for this time, then so-and-so could also take time off, um, to do whatever they wanted to do that day, but then nobody else can take time off. And you don't really talk about it as a team. You really just have to let your team leader know that you're taking the time off. So that was where it got a little tricky because you would have this plan and this idea not knowing that there was already two other people who asked for it. So if you want to take time off, try to think about it in advance um, and get the time off as soon as possible, especially because you might run out of time to be able to take that time off. It really depends on the projects. Also, I wanted to use my time to travel, so I took it when we were in El Paso. Um, I wanted to travel somewhere around the area, so I flew to San Antonio for a little three-day trip just by myself, and I had an amazing time, but um, yeah, so it it just depends on what you want to do with your time um, and how you want to distribute it, but they don't really like how many said steadfast rules in what you do and the LAA days are off the honor system so don't abuse that you are also given the week of Christmas off um you can go home however you have to do that on your own dime so again you don't make that much money um you still don't really know if you're able to go home or not, because sometimes if you are on a team that is deployed to a natural disaster, you cannot leave. So Christmas is one of those weeks where, yes, majority of people have it off and they want to give everybody a chance to go home and they kind of expect everybody to go home (laughs) um, for the most part, but, you know, it's not a guarantee nothing is guaranteed in AmeriCorps. That's why you have to stay flexible. So buy your ticket to go home, sure, but also know that there's some rules around that. So for example, like we had one shuttle, so one time to get to the airport. My flight wasn't until like 6 p.m. and the shuttle was leaving at 12. So I was in that Denver airport for a very long time and that was fine. However, there was also this humongous ice storm that was happening and flights were getting canceled left and right. It was so crazy. Um, fortunately, I was one of the very last planes to leave the airport before they officially shut it down for the night. I was so thankful because I was very, very worried. My plane kept getting delayed, 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 delayed. And I was like, oh man, am I not going to be able to go home? Luckily, I was able to go home. So I was very, very grateful for that. Um, if you do choose to stay on campus, um, they allow you to stay in your dorm. There, there was a couple people, I'd say like a handful of people who stayed on campus. Um, but you're not really able to like go in and out too much. It, it's kind of weird how they have the dynamic. Um, and then plus that ice, ice storm was happening. So that was a whole nother thing. They didn't want people out and about. Um, but I mean, you're not like 
tied there. It's not like you're in jail, right? Like you can leave, you can do what you want to do, but um, just know that some things are not always going to be provided. Um, Things might break down, shut down, whatever, and they're not super quick on getting it repaired because there's only a couple people on campus. (laughs) So it's kind of chaotic just so everyone knows, but you do have that week off for Christmas. Um, But it is expected that you are back. Well, for us, we were expected to be back January 2nd, like ready to go and start work that next day. So there is those moments that you really just have to kind of think and time things out in a way that will work for you and also making sure that you get back in the program on time. Um, This is a little chaotic. I'm sorry, but I forgot to mention you also have a requirement to do three hours of PT every single week. Um, So you're guaranteed to get those three hours because you're going to do PT with your team every single week. Um, If you are off on a day um, that they are doing PT, so let's say on a Wednesday you took that day off and they did PT, you can't get PT on that day. Um, So even if you're technically staying at home and chilling and then you just didn't go to work, you cannot get PT for that day because you took the day off. Same with if you have sick leave. You took sick leave, you will not get that PT hour. That's just kind of how it is. You can make it up later in the week. Um, Not always, I think, but I think for the most part you can. Um, So just kind of keep that in mind when you're taking your days off that you are going to miss some of those PT hours, but it is what it is. As far as sick leave goes, you can take it whenever you need it. Again, just keep in mind the hour requirements that are necessary. Um, for me, I only took one and a half sick days and I made my hour requirements, I'd say probably like a month before graduation, but I know a lot of my teammates who they took a lot more sick leave, um, they we're cutting it kind of close on their hours. So that's just something to keep in mind that when you are taking a sick day, you are one, not only, only, not only are you not showing up for your team, but you're also not getting hours that you probably need. So just kind of keep that in mind. I think when they did the hour calculations, they put in there that you could probably take about a week's worth of sick leave and be okay. Um, but Again, it's kind of up to the individual. Make sure you're getting your hours, that sort of thing. And weekends. So you mostly get weekends off. Again, it just really depends on your project um, and how the round is going. For me and my team, our very first round, we were trying to do everything together all the time. Um, So our weekends were jam-packed. We maybe had like one day off the whole time. Um, but for the most part, we were doing either a team building activity, a, um, service learning initiative activity. We were doing ISPs together. We were just always doing something AmeriCorps. And so when we got back from Christmas break, we talked about it as a team and we really wanted to establish weekends to be free, um, or at least one day of the weekend to be free where there is nothing, absolutely nothing AmeriCorps related. So we did that. But in my opinion, we did kind of lose out on some of that team bonding, I noticed, um, because we just weren't spending time together. But we were not 
as angry with each other because we weren't together all the time. <laughs> so it kind of worked out. We were a pretty independent team. Um, so it tended to work for us. But yeah, I think it just really depends on who you are as a team um, and the kind of dynamic that you want. And for us, we did lose out on some of that team bonding, but we were able to have our freedom and explore the cities and that sort of thing, which is a little bit more of the vibe from our team. And that's pretty much all I have for today's episode in regards to money and time off. If anybody has any questions, please send me an email to show at gmail.com and I will try to answer your questions in a future episode. Um, but yeah, it's pretty straightforward. You're given a stipend, you're provided all these things, but you may need to pay for some things out of pocket. You are given some time off, but you have to monitor your hours. But in the end, if you do it all right, it works out. So um, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and I will catch you in the next one. Take care.